0: If I were to ever feel intimidated by somebody, I would just remember, oh, this guy was a nobody sometime too. He started from somewhere. He built himself up. He built her, she built herself up to a point where, okay, yeah, they are doing all this great stuff, but they started off doing the same thing I am or doing less than that, or they came up from a rougher being than you're trying to come from. It's just, we're all started from the same, similar, maybe even worse situations and nothing stopping them or you... From reaching out to them or just building yourself up to that point.
1: I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day, we break through. It's a day. We break through. It's a day. What is up, FitFarm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. So guys, you know me as the Fit Pharmacist, merging both fitness and pharmacy, and along my journey, I've met a lot of other pharmacists who have a similar passion. But there is a other niche that is, to me, extremely impressive, and that is the niche of pharmacy students who are already working to merge fitness and pharmacy to make innovative changes in our profession. What I find even more fascinating is someone who transitions from the fitness industry into pharmacy and is already making major strides as a first-year pharmacy student to make that dream become his reality. That's why in this episode of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, I am super pleased to introduce to you someone that I met when I was speaking at the Midwest Pharmacy Expo out in Des Moines, Iowa. I want to introduce to you guys a P1 pharmacy student at the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy, Keaton Higgins, who has interests in sports medicine and entrepreneurship as a first year pharmacist. And as a first year pharmacy student, he has almost six years of community pharmacy experience currently working as a pharmacy intern at hy V Pharmacy. He graduated with his bachelor's degree in athletic training from University of Northern Iowa and is currently a certified athletic trainer. He plans on integrating his education of pharmacy and athletic training to become a sports pharmacist. Keaton, my man, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare
0: Podcast. Thank you so much, Adam. It's great to be with you today. I'm
1: excited to have you, man. So not only it does the, the vision that you have for your practice and for pharmacy excite me, but what really excites me is how much work you've put in already as a first-year pharmacy student, the work that you have set out for you and laid out, but that you're actually putting in the work. Because a lot of people have dreams and aspirations, but piled on to pharmacy school, which is already very demanding you're really going after this. Uh, So I just want to invite you to share what what your dream is. So you started in the fitness world, then you came to the pharmacy world. So can you share with us what your vision is of merging fitness and pharmacy and how you came to be where you are now in your profession?
0: Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'll try to keep it short. But uh, like you said, I started off at the University of Northern Iowa. Um, going into that, I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. Uh, my mom is a pediatric physical therapist. Um, so I've kind of always been around that all my life, uh, the physical therapy, and at least the healthcare all my life. So I really found an uh, early passion in healthcare, helping people, um, especially certain popular special populations and things like that nature. So going into it, uh, I was thinking, okay, physical therapy, I can do this. So then, I chose athletic training as a as a jumping off point for that, and then as we got into it, and um, I slowly started seeing that I really enjoyed the the interaction with the athletes, the healthcare related with uh, the the athletic population. I really enjoyed that aspect of it, but I but I was starting to lose interest in some of the aspects of the physical therapy that really set the, set the two apart. Um, so as I finished. Went down the line my four years at uh, Cedar Falls and you and I. Um, I found that I had, this, I had this growing passion in my everyday job that I had as a certi- certified farm tech. And I was like, wow, I really enjoy this. I love going to work. I love, again, the, the people, the, the patient interaction. I love learning about the medications. I love how you can basically see that it's helping people uh, get better, um, either chronically or acutely. So I love seeing that aspect of it. And I really, like, I was passionate about going to work every day. And then on the other hand, I wasn't passionate about going to my shadowing opportunities with physical therapy. So I was like, you know what? I want to be a pharmacist. This is what I want to do. So I made that tough phone call to my mom, told their mom, I don't want to be a physical therapist. I want to be a pharmacist. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so then just going down the line from there, uh, that was my junior year. I made that switch. And, um, and then was, and then I was still, I still stuck with the athletic training degree. Um, bachelor's because i could have just jumped ship and then basically started pharmacy school but i was like no i really like this aspect of it i really love the like i said the active population i love the interactions that i make with these athletes these people and i was like every every day at practice in my clinicals i was talking to athletic trainers i was talking to doctors nurses chiropractors Things of that nature so i was building up my network within those people getting that experience that i wouldn't have gotten if i was just say doing a biology m- major going to lectures sleeping through those and then mm. jumping off pharmacy school so yeah i'll do it all that aspect of it and so then my fi- my four years there came to an end um, and then i was uh, eligible to sit for the athletic training uh, it's called the boc the of certification i sat for that last june uh, became a certified athletic trainer with that and then i started up at pharmacy school and I've always, had, like I said, I, I had this I, I had this passion for pharmacy. I had this passion for going to my job and um helping these people and dispensing medications and learning all I can about them. And I also had this passion of um, myself. I also enjoy um, exercising, weightlifting, eating healthy, nutrition, learning all about those things. And I also yeah, and, and like I love the uh, the rehabilitation, the preventative medicine things that I was in charge of uh, with the athletic training part of my uh, career. So I was like, okay, I like this. I like pharmacy. I can't, I'm not going to choose. And like, I know people like even yourself, we're doing all sorts of crazy things nowadays. So what's stopping me from, you know, it's athlete training, pharmacy, boom, sports pharmacist. What's going to stop me from doing that? Nothing, I thought. So um, I've just really been been, um, pushing uh, P1 year. Um, I've been thinking about this and every. Everybody was telling me the way that our curriculum set up at the University of Iowa. I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but they say the first year is kind of just like a learning year. It's it's a little bit easier. They kind of graduate. They kind of uh, um, gradually get you into it. And you can either look at that two ways. And some people look at it as okay, yeah, I can kind of slack off. I don't have to study that hard. I can just kind of ease my way into it. Or I can say okay, look at all this free time that I have right now look at all these opportunities that are available to me as a P-1 student that I can, okay, I can go to Des Moines like I did last week, our capital, and talk to legislators and miss not that much stuff. And I can learn about these and experience these things that I wouldn't have the opportunity to if I just didn't take that chance. So that, well, along with um, just like you know, all the organizations that I've just thrown myself into, finding out if I'm interested in them, not, uh, loving the experiences that they have, that I wouldn't have had if I didn't just take the opportunity to go to a one-hour meeting sometime, Um, things along that nature. Um, And then with my athletic training, I've been in in contact with um, other organizations that have worked with either the active population within pharmacy or certain – I I reached out to one guy via uh, uh, LinkedIn, and he used to be a sports pharmacist with, like, the Oakland Raiders. Sat down and had a great conversation with him. Um, he taught me everything or he didn't touch me It was one hour, but told me some things, how he got into it, what he got out of it, like what kind of mark he thought was available. So, I mean, there are obviously the choices there. You just got to make the time for him. Um, but yeah, just getting involved, all my organizations that I've chosen that I've have interest in, um, either involved building up my business skills, my healthcare business skills, or, uh, leading as a student ambassador to uh, build my leadership skills up. My um, like communication skills, which I think are crucial in today's uh, society of networking and team building and things like that nature, uh, American Pharmacists Association or APHA, the advocacy the, and just the growth of the pharmacy world, um, just everything that those go together. I'm very excited for what I've done and what I've done, uh, what I'm going to do. I uh, know I'm not settled and I have a lot more to do. Dude,
1: so congratulations on being so after it and putting in the work for that. That's that's phenomenal. And again, guys, he's a P1, so he's starting out on this literally on hitting the ground running. So that brings me to two main questions with that, because I think what you're doing is fascinating and really inspiring. And this comes to the question of how do you find time? And the reason I ask that is there's a lot of students or and pharmacists actually who have these aspirations, these side hustles or outside hobbies outside of pharmacy are slightly related, but What's stopping them is the belief that I don't have time because pharmacy school is very demanding and being in a pharmacy, like you have a lot of hats to wear, you manage people, you manage patients, there's a lot going on. So they, they, they fall into this mindset of, I don't have time. And then it just gets one thing and the other. And it, you know, it someday becomes, uh, this, this mantra in their head, like, Oh, I'll do it someday. But someday is on a road to a town that leads to nowhere. So that's one thing that I want to ask you is, how do you find the time to do these things as a pharmacy student? Is there a certain time of day that works for you, whether that's early in the morning or late at night? What sort of habits or rituals have you found to be
0: most helpful for you? Uh, Yeah. So – um, a couple weeks ago, I went to this speech. It was by this fascinating public speaker. He was a pharmacist and like a professional bodybuilder. Oh, wait, that was you. Oh, gave his pro- <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, his- <laughs> <Nice."> <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet this guy. No, uh, about priorities. And that's all it is really. It's about prioritization of your time. Like you said, we all have 24 hours in a day. It's just how you choose to spend those hours. If you're going to sit on your, sit on your butt and watch TV for three hours, or you're going to, do anything else with your time. It's all about how you prioritize your time. And I find the easiest way for me to do that is I, I go through on my, uh, my Google Calendar app and I, I try to, I go through um, every day. I set it up basically through the week and then the night before I go through and really specify, okay, this half hour, my, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I hit the gym and then I shower, get ready for the day. And then I go through my schedule and I try to set up increments of uh, half hour, one hour, two hour, however long. Um, I set up those increments so I know that I'm not wasting any time on anything. I know exactly what I have to do. I have to focus on that time period. Um, and then I always find out, I mean, once I get all those things scheduled, I always even ha- get all those things accomplished. I focus on them hundred percent, get them done with. And then I still find myself with a little bit of free time, uh, I like reading. I like self growth with that time period. And then I hit the bed early and, uh, get up, do it all again tomorrow with a big smile on my face.
1: Wow, man. So Basically summarizing that because that's that's an awesome system that you have and something that I noticed about you both in when I met you in Des Moines when I was speaking but also just following your journey since then and what you've described is you are very intentional with the actions that you do. So I I see a lot of people that have a genuine passion and they want to grow. So they think that, you know, if I do more things, I'll get more out of it or I'll get more growth if I do more stuff which might be true, but it's a slippery slope. And here's what I mean. If you read a ton of books and like, oh, I read a book a week, or you do go a bunch of conferences, but you're not be intentional about it, you're not present in the moment and really focusing on what you're doing at that time, you're literally just spinning your wheels to check things off a list. So yes. one example that I saw from you is you know you, you reached out to me prior to the talk, the talk I gave, and then afterwards, you, know, you gave me some feedback and said, like, oh, I, I learned some stuff. I'm like, oh, really, what did you learn? And you said, oh, I took some notes. This bro took over a page of notes, over a page. <laughs> but it wasn't just like random scribbles. like It was organized, thought out, and this and that. So he's very intentional. So that's something that I really want to hone in on whether you're a pharmacy student or a pharmacist. If you're going to invest your really precious time You need to make sure that it's invested wisely and intentionally and that you're fully present in what you're doing. So that's something that I think you do very well. And I just want to reiterate this. It's not about how much stuff you can do, but about how deep you can go in the moment you choose to invest. And that's something I think that you do super well. Uh, Number one is you're really intentional with what you do. Number two is you plan ahead, which is something I talked about as well in Des Moines is you plan ahead and that's so critical guys, whether you're looking to do personal development, advance your career, uh, nail your nutrition, fit in fitness as a pharmacy student or a pharmacist, planning ahead, I know this is like beating a dead horse, but it takes away so much anxiety, takes away so much overwhelm, like you feel like you have to do all these things, but if you just spend just a couple minutes planning the next day, you don't have to do a whole month or week, but just tomorrow, what are you gonna do so that when you go to bed, you know roughly what tomorrow is going to look like and the the schedule you just gave exemplifies that perfectly so kudos to that man because it's awesome oh yeah thank you thank you (laughs) i'm so excited to present to you gen z pharmacist this book has been in the works for four years and not only will walk you through in a step-by-step format how to dominate pharmacy school and script your dream career but it also includes 22 interviews from the most impactful professionals in our profession. You know, one of the first things I thought of as I read through this book was, wow, I wish I would have had this available to me in pharmacy school. And I graduated back in 2008, but what an incredible, timeless resource that is all about how to make the most out of your time as a pharmacy student and how to really prepare yourself and get ready to make that transition into new practitioner life. Hey guys, I am just checking out this book by Dr. Adam Martin goes through some great examples of some successful pharmacists uh, to really give you some great inspiration as you're thinking about what you want to do when you finish pharmacy school. So it's a great book for you to check out and um, hope all of the pharmacy students will
0: get a copy and be prepared
1: for the Gen Z Pharmacist. So another thing that, more this is more speaking to the pharmacy students listening, is you've, you're, you're pretty bold, in a good way, in reaching out to people that you wanna learn from. And that starts from your daily rituals of reading or podcasts. But you expressed to me, and you just shared here a little bit ago, is that people that you're interested in you reach out to them on social media or an email or whatever and that's another thing that i find stops a lot of pharmacy students in particular from going into that area of growth is they look at these people that you know have all these letters after their name and they've been practicing or they have like a huge following or whatever it is and they feel like they're not there yet or they feel like they're not qualified or you know they're too busy, and you know, who am I to reach out to them? But you don't have that block. You go for it, which I think is tremendous. So what I want to ask you is, if someone listening to this, whether they're a pharmacy student or a pharmacist, has someone in mind that they admire, that they look up to, that they feel they could learn something from, but they haven't, how would you recommend they overcome that limiting belief and just taking the plunge to reaching out and making that connection?
0: Uh, great question. Um, I mean, in the simplest form of things, the worst thing they, worst thing they can say is no. Yep. I mean, um, okay, yeah, you, spend, you, spend, you meticulously write this paragraph. You try to beg for their time and whatnot, and they say no. Okay, you move on. At least you know now. Um, instead of having to worry about, have that anxiety over it or have that, that feeling of, Oh, I want to do this, but I can't do it. Maybe, I don't know. You just erase all the, um, so yeah, I don't like, like you kind of said, I don't really know why I don't have that limiting thing. Like I just, I just don't see any downside to it. And like, if I ever feel intimidated, if I were to ever feel intimidated by somebody, I always just remember, Oh, this guy was a nobody sometime too. He started from somewhere. He built himself up. He built her. She built herself up to a point where, okay, yeah, they are doing all this great stuff, but they started off doing the same thing I am or doing less than that, or they came up from a rougher being than you're trying to come from. It's just we're all started from the same, similar, maybe even worse situations, and nothing's stopping them or you from reaching out to them or just building yourself up to that point. Like it's not going to hurt you in any way to reach out to them, send them that message, and then going from there. Because you never know. You know what's going to happen if you don't. You're not. Nothing's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen if you do reach out to them. Because the world of possibilities opens up at that time.
1: Absolutely. And I want to speak to that. So like you said, the worst thing they could say is no. So I want to speak to that because there's two scenarios from what I see as to why that happens. So let's say that you really want someone to say yes, but they say no. They may be so busy in their life right then that they say no because if they said yes, they may have a conversation with you, but they're so like involved in other stuff that they wouldn't be able to give you the time and quality of conversation that you deserve. So if it was a yes and they're spread too thin and they're in a really busy season in their life, it would be like half-assed. So they wouldn't really be giving you a really deep, genuine present intentional conversation. So that's one option. The other option uh is that they feel like they don't have time for you or that they're too important or busy. Would you really want to take advice from someone like that anyway? <laughs> so literally even if they say no, that's actually a win because if they say no, they're too busy so you're not going to get quality time and you would actually be wasting your own time by having that conversation. Or option B, they say no because they feel like they're too good and they got all kind of ego. So why would you want to learn from someone like that anyway? So literally it's a win-win, not a win or lose. (laughs) Either connect with someone that's genuine and sees what you just said is, oh, I remember when I started, I would love to connect with people, so I want to give back. And that's part of my vision and why I love helping pharmacy students. Is because I remember that day. I remember the day when I got turned down from pharmacy school. So like I always say, So the students are like, you guys got a leg up on me. Like you got in. (laughs) So I always remember, like, I never forget where I came from. So anytime I see someone in that stage reaching out, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to pay it back. And that's the kind of people you want to connect with. You don't want people that don't have time. So it's literally you either win or you win in those situations. So I challenge you to shift your perspective like that, because that will put you in a mindset that you'll be unstoppable and relentless At reaching out until you get that yes.
0: Absolutely, yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, it's the truth, and
1: I mean, I've got lots of no's in my life, (laughs) even the (laughs) beginning of my journey. Uh, You know, so but I digress. But um, what I what I want to talk about now is you have a vision for when you started, and you kind of you're kind of getting those things pieced together. And this is another thing I want to tell all the young bucks and the pharmacists who might have a dream, dream they might want to shift directions or they might want to grow from where they are now you do not have to have the why figured out in terms of how, I'm sorry, the how. So you don't have to know the how. If you know the why, you'll be able to bear almost any how. So just because you know why you wanna do something, if you start asking yourself, well, how am I gonna do this? And you can't perfectly map out all the details and five, 10-year plan, doesn't mean you shouldn't start. Once you have a why and a solid passion behind that, You'll be able to figure out the how as you go along because that passion is genuine if you identified that why. That passion will burn so bright being genuine that the how will naturally develop as you go along. So that's another reason I see people not getting started is they're like, oh, yeah, I know why I want to do it, but I I just don't know how it's going to happen. No one's done this before. Take it from someone who's created two careers that no one's done ever in the history of pharmacy. It can be done if you have a bright passion and keep going forward. So with that being said, right now as a P1, you've got you know, three, four years of school ahead of you. Do you have a vision or kind of a, an ideal career outlook for when you graduate pharmacy school and beyond that you're looking to kind of create in your journey through that time?
0: Uh, yeah, so I feel like I do. Um, I feel like these days it's kind of shifting and molding ever so slightly as like every day. But at this point in my life, upon graduation, um, I, as my more clinical, like so just get my actual, my clinical dream right now, is to, um, like I said, be a sports pharmacist, kind of, um, work with uh, professionals, collegiate athletes, high school or high school uh, teams, um, even just the active population, um, to provide care, um, to provide diabetes education, uh, pain management, which is obviously a huge issue right now. Yeah. Um, and then like, even with my athletic training degree, uh, pro- uh, pro- Provide some preventative treatments for things, from um, rehabilitation things, uh, non-pharmacological even, just so they can either prevent the injuries, prevent the diseases from happening in the first place, um, or try and and then if it does happen, unfortunately, at one point, I can walk them through the steps of that process, uh, multiple steps at the same time, uh, to get them back to their uh, their well-being and their the best possible healthcare outcome. Um, like with that. Um, just really having a big impact on health, wellness, preventative care, things of those natures. That's what I see myself doing as a quote unquote day job. Um, but going along with that. Um, I really want to start building up my, my, uh, my personal brand, my network, my uh, social media influence um, so that I can provide um, a, a platform to not only educate the the pharmacy students, pharmacists, and the general public about, okay, yeah, you're going into pharmacy school or you're you're going to a pharmacist that's either just uh, putting a label on a bottle, because there's just to uh, really preach the idea that there's so many more avenues of pharmacy um, that are available to um, go into or create than just your community setting or your hospital setting. Um, I wanna create a platform that allows that to happen. Um, during my time in pharmacy school, I kind of briefly mentioned this uh, a couple of days ago. I want to start yep. a podcast like, um, and give pharmacy students um, a platform to share their ideas, share their passions. So they um, just kind of have to proclaim that to the world. They can, have, uh, they can have pride in what they want to do. They don't have to hide behind anything um, and just get them some, some motivation, some courage to do that. Get out there and um, just tell the world what they want to do with their lives. Um, and just share those ideas. So it maybe uh, motivate uh, our fellow students, uh, pre-pharmacy students that can come onto the podcast, listen and wow, I didn't know all these things were options or anybody else that wants to listen. And wow, I didn't know that this was even possibility for pharmacy because there's so many more options than I thought. Um, that's just kind of um, then going along with that upon graduation, carry that on and then see where it goes from there, I guess.
1: I love that, man. And that's one of the biggest things that I saw first on when I met you is this dude's got innovation. It's like you can't escape it. It's like in your being. You're like, how can I, how can I create something? Not for you, not for ego, but it's like there's a need here. Like I know that I have this need and I know other students do, but I'm willing to go after it. Like I I can do it and I want to help others do that too. So I want to commend you on that because that's not easy like in any arena, but in pharmacy school, that's a huge, huge task. So mad props to that, and you know I'll be supporting you every step of that way. So heck yeah, man, that's, that's freaking fantastic. And uh, what's cool about that is I know that you're really excited about where you go to pharmacy school and that they're super supportive of people like you who are looking to innovate to really help pharmacy students grow because, again, you're starting in your pharmacy career. You want to really hone those, those clinical skills and everything else that pharmacy school is designed to do to make you the best pharmacist you can be with that knowledge. Uh, so yeah, I just want to give a shout out to your school. Cause I, I know that you were telling me that you really enjoy the support that your faculty and all your fellow students have
0: too. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, university of Iowa, college of pharmacy. Um, I love that I made this decision to come here. Um, I love that. Obviously we're all going to be, uh, very, very, um, uh, proficient in the clinical pharmacy aspects of it through our classes, um, through our faculty members that teach the classes. Uh, One thing very cool about it is almost all the faculty are actually still working. So they have um, current experience in the fields or the topics that they're teaching us about. Um, So it's obvious that they're passionate about what they're trying to teach as well as they go and do it every day of their life as well. Um, I love that. Even going on top of all the the tremendous clinical s- skills and experience that we're going to get through the university is the, so many organizations and extracurricular activities that um, are involved with the school that they have allowed us even as P1s an opportunity to have such a big impact on uh, advocacy of pharmacy, uh, growth of pharmacy, um, and anything along the nature of that. There's just so many opportunities that are available to us to make an impact so early on and throughout our time um, that I'm hi- I highly I, I, love, I love my decision to become a University of Iowa College pharmacy student um, and I can't wait to see what comes next in the next few years.
1: Super, super excited for you, man. And Another thing uh, that we didn't cover on this podcast but we did in the IGTV video that we shot a couple weeks ago is that we were talking in Des Moines and you were saying that you were in an organization that paired pre-pharmacy students with pharmacy students. and I asked you about it because at Pitt we had two. We had Uh, snafa the student national pharmaceutical association uh, who i love and rx prep that kind of guides students through that process but yours was totally different and you found that need and you didn't and well it didn't exist so right there you innovated and created the first chapter of that in your school so again another uh just evidence of innovation that you have not just for yourself but to help others along that journey and in my opinion that's what it's all about is not only taking action to help yourself grow, but rising up and bringing others on that on that path to share that with them. So, mad props, man. I think that's fantastic, too.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, man, uh, anything else you want to uh, share or say uh, before we wrap up? Because I think uh, I think you're on a hot streak, and I'm, I'm super pumped. So, I don't want to take up any time to, away from this big dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the calendars say i got to go do something else right now. But <laughs> all good, all good. <laughs> Awesome, man. Um, yeah. Well, hey, such so a yeah. pleasure
1: to have you on here. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be really fun to watch your journey, man. I'll, I'm tuning in for sure, and I encourage everyone else to as well. Now, if people want to connect with you, they want to they want to talk about your journey and follow along with that. Where on social are the best places for them to do so?
0: Um, I would say on um, Instagram at Keaton Higgins, um, LinkedIn. I'm a big fan of that. Um, started that last year, and a, an amazing resource, an amazing tool. Uh, to, get, to connect with people, to learn, um, to grow us professional. I'm um, on there as uh, Keaton Higgins, comma, ATC. Um, other than that, I'm on Facebook, uh, Keaton Higgins. Um, but those are three of my biggest platforms so far. Awesome. And guys,
1: I'll have links to all of his accounts in the show notes below so you can connect with one click, nice and simple. Uh, but for now, I'm going to let this bro go hit the books and network like a fiend. So, guys, This is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off with the Keaton Higgins. Go forth, be great and dispense your full potential. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know, post it, Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.